Can you even do video while juggling full-time work and a family? We're going to find out. G'day crew and welcome back to the Do Video Podcast, where our aim is to get you and your business genuinely connecting with your customers. With the best method at the moment, video. I'm Zoe, the Video Confidence Coach, and your host for this episode. Because, as you can see, it is not a Monday. It's a Friday. And you know what Friday means. Means we have a guest. And we have a special guest. I'll throw it over to Zoe to introduce him. Thank you, Zoe, and welcome back to the Do Video Podcast. Yay! Look at the enthusiasm in his face. So, right now, you may notice that we're in a new location. Where are we? Dylan, where are we? A new location. Be, be more descriptive, Dylan, please. Uh, we're in our studio, in our pop quiz studio at the moment. Ooh, fancy, a pop quiz studio. So, I'm going to explain to you who this person in the, sharing the screen with me is. So this is Dylan. He is the person in charge. No, not, not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, you're one of the pop culturists. Yes. But there's a very good chance you're in charge of the pop culture. If we were the Beatles, I'd be the guy that the, they kicked out, the drummer, before they became famous. Right, right, right. Got it. Okay. Well, you haven't been kicked out yet, so no, I, it's a good sign. Not yet. So, would you like to explain to me and the audience as to what the pop culturists are? Oh, jeez, this isn't my specialty. The pop culturists are a media, personality-based media entertainment outlet based here in Geelong. That's what uh, our head media expert, pop culturist Ryan Betson, always says. Um, and what we do is uh, we, well, we started out doing podcasting. Now we're doing video. We've got our own YouTube channel where we do uh, movie reviews, video game reviews. There's a PlayStation podcast. Uh, unboxings. We've tried a variety of different things. Go to events, um, Comic Cons, and uh, things like that. EB Expo. Uh, so anything video game, uh, pop culture related, movie related. Brilliant. And the thing that we're going to focus on in this episode is you and your skills, oh, which, well, I, which well, I know you love. The you, love you love the idea of that. And then um, the next episode, we're going to be talking more about the pop culturists and what you guys have done and what you are going to do in the future, hopefully. Yeah. But the reason I want to focus on you to start off with, oh, good. which might seem a bit odd. Oh, no, not all Don't about worry. me. I know, I know. But the reason I want to focus on what you've done individually, um, separate from the pop culturists, because okay. I want to... Um, when I uh, worked with you guys a couple of times um, on on the set of the Pop Culturists, mm. um, I saw that you you did not you weren't just going this you weren't going in this blindfolded. You'd prepared questions. You'd prepared people to turn up. You'd actually um, well out of the out of the list of fifteen things I needed to prepare, I had about four. So close enough. I tried. But what I'd like to know is what is your experience on doing um, video production, either for the Pop Culturists or for yourself? Mm. Um, how did you go about getting it started? Um, did you, what were your big mistakes that you started off with? <laughs> so is the only reason you're doing video production because of the pop culturists? Um, no. Not. Well then? I have to say no. Uh, okay, so do you want me to go back to the beginning? I guess. Yes. Probably not back to like being a baby, oh. but like close enough. Oh, so Being a vi- video My baby. parents before that, and they're, they're upbringing and meeting together and then conceiving me and then me. That's not that far. Too far? Okay. Uh, okay, video production-wise. Um, well, uh, probably in high school. Like, I'd always loved movies and TV and things like that, but in high school, I had, towards the end of high school, 
a passion for doing video kind of things, like getting into learning more about behind the scenes. DVDs were a big thing, if that's still a thing. Uh, they're dying out, but they're still there. Yeah, one of the best things about VHS is I started watching, you know, the weekly you get 10 movies for $10, and then you could watch them over the week. And then when DVDs came into play, they'd have all the special features. Blu-rays don't have that so much anymore. Uh, but then you could see the behind the scenes and the makings of and things like that. And I really got into that and how things are made, not just the acting and things like that, but just how the special effects are done and who directs it and who writes it and how much influence the director has and the producer has and the writer has um, and how all these ideas converge. So I kind of had two VHSs that I'd do reel-to-reels, which is kind of like you have a VHS connected to another VHS and then you'd play and record, play and record and kind of cut clips together and make like montages, things like that. Uh, It's like the iMovie of these days, very basic. Um, And then... I had a video camera uh, on the last couple of days of, because we couldn't afford, back then, it's expensive to have cameras. These days, you got your phone, you don't need anything else. Yeah, you got your phone. Uh, but yeah, but back then it was expensive. So we hired a camera for the final week of high school and I went around filming and things like that. And I thought, this is pretty cool. So after high school, I did a course, a six month course in certificate two and blah, 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 video production or whatever it might be. Um, and that was that was good. Uh, it was a small class. It okay. was run by a pretty dodgy place. <laughs> they I have no idea what that's like. Free reign to do whatever you want. Um, lady, we found out. But that was a good experience, kind of you know, doing your own things. Everybody got their own project they could do. And I, then we had a big project at the end. Um, and then I went on to study at the illustrious uh, Adelaide Institute of TAFE. Ooh. Um, and there we learned the basics, video production, basic camera work, sound, um, basic editing, things like that. Um, but mostly I wanted to do my own stuff. And so I always found that a bit like intrusive in that, you know, you've got Why are you to... trying to control me, school? Why yeah, are you trying to exactly. control me? Do everybody else's projects, but don't get to do your own. Eventually you'll get to do your own and, and you never really did. So it kind of, kind of took the fun out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's how it started at least. Trying to find a space to practice, perfect, or even just explore your next great idea can be hard to find, especially in regional Victoria. Our studio space is in the Creative Geelong Makers Hub and is ideal for artists and makers and also offers a recording studio for small-scale audio and video production. Come in and get that podcast started. Get that video for your website done. Or even get the band together for a jam session for the ages. We're located in the heart of Geelong and you can find more at geelongmakers.com.au. That's geelongmakers.com.au. Equipment hire and expert assistance can be arranged for an additional fee. Do you recommend people go to um, video school and um, you know, video production school if they want to learn? I don't know. I mean, if they went to university and got like a degree in it or a, a master's, then I think that would make it more qualified and more professional and get a better chance to get into the industry. Uh, or, you know, living in Sydney or somewhere where there's a big uh, film community. But then again, there's also the aspect that, you know, if you do it yourself and you've got enough talent and you've got enough of a voice and a vision that, you know, somebody might find your work and it kind of leads you into that. So it's 50-50. And it's, and it's definitely more about this, the skills that you can showcase mm. and the stuff that you've done in the past rather than the certificate or diploma that you may or may not have. Because I went, I was in very much in the same situation as you. I went to a TAFE. I got managed to do a five-year course in two years. Oh. Because they were totally reputable. 
Um, yeah. And still paying off that bloody vet hex debt. But what I've discovered, and especially for a lot of people who do video, is that they don't have that experience or that time to get that experience. Hmm. So is there any skill, is there any um, fundamental skills that people should learn if they want to do video um, tomorrow, for example, what's the, what, what's the first thing that you recommend people should learn if they don't have that much, you know, they watch YouTube, they've seen the behind the scenes stuff on DVDs, but they've never actually gone to study video production. What would you recommend people do first? Well, everybody, anywhere, you read a book, you watch a documentary, everybody always says, just go and do it. Like anybody can make a movie. That's what they say. Um, so if you've got a phone with a, a camera on, it doesn't even matter if it's a good camera, uh, as long as you know what you want, and just go for it. Like, you can start making short films or even just, like, random things. Just get your friends together and go out for a day and just film random things. And then get a basic computer with basic editing. You can get some free trial things, even the, the best ones, like uh, Premiere Pro and Final Cut Pro. You can get, like, trial versions. So you can do it for a month, and then if it's something you want to continue. Um, and there's all sorts of things now. YouTube tutorials are on everything. You can learn everything about filmmaking watching YouTube for like two months straight um, and there's master classes now there's things where famous directors like Martin Scorsese and uh, Ron Howard have got these, these master classes that pop up on my YouTube all the time um, that teach you everything you need to know like if you've got a passion for it uh, then it'd be probably something you're interested in anyway so you'd be looking into those things and being wanting to watch those things in your spare time and in your interests and for the people that are um, already in a business or who are already running a business and yeah. they want to get into video for advertising, for marketing, or for just for fun, because mm. there's plenty of people that like the idea of, I can do photography for fun. And you can, you know, it can relate to your business somehow. But when you, you know, video production, for a lot of photographers, I don't know if you've met a lot of photographers who feel this way, but a lot of photographers who come to me, because mm -hmm. they, they get hired by someone saying, hey, you're a photographer, you can do video, right? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> and then, you know, when people come to me, they say, oh, you do video, you do, you do photos, right? And I'm like, yeah, but they're not that good. Mm. So what, I, what I'm asking you for, people that run a business or people who are in that sphere of, not that they have limited time, mm. but people who want to do video specifically for um, their customers to want to like to do tutorials or to help them in a certain way. So specifically for small business owners, what would you recommend would be the first thing to do for video? Because you mentioned the general people before, which is great if they don't have, you know, the general people in general life can do, they definitely learn to prepare and have a crack at it. But for small business owners who understand that they need to get into video because like VR and holograms are the next best thing, that's not going to happen for a while. Holograms. Video is currently, yeah, but do you have time to invest in VR? No, not VR, holograms. I just want to see holograms. Oh, yeah, we want to see holograms too. Like, I love the idea of as soon as holograms become the thing, I'm definitely going to go into that business and do it. Mm. Imagine those people on the bus that are, like, talking on their phone on speakerphone, but there's a hologram in person. So, yes, holograms are going to be the next big thing. But until then, video is currently the biggest thing that people can use to use it effectively, especially for small business. So what would you recommend would be the first thing to have a crack at if you're a small business owner, possibly in Geelong, possibly around the world. We don't know where you're listening from. But what would be the first thing that you'd recommend people to do when they have a small business? So say, for example, like you, you work full-time, part-time? Full-time. Oh, full-time. You have children, tiny children. Mm. And this. Mm. What do you recommend? <laughs> 
look at your face. Like, don't, don't take advice from me is probably the biggest thing I can stress. Uh, well, it depends on what you want. I think the biggest thing is knowing what your goal is. Like, what do you want to achieve? Why do you want to get into video? How is it going to benefit you? Like, not just something to jump in because video is the thing to do. Um, but, like, think about it. How is video going to reach the audience that you have? You know, if you're a real estate agent, a good example is, you know, when they have uh, the listings on realestate.com.au or whatever it might be, and you have photographs. Some people, you know, the photographs aren't always, you know, the most accurate representation. You can't get the depth of field. You can't get the size of the room. You can't feel the same thing. So some people have... uh, And some of them are over 10 years old. That too. That too. So some people have walkthroughs. Some people have the agents introducing themselves. And then, you know, you zoom in, zoom out, close-ups of things. You can get a better idea of what's in the house. These days, I mean, I assume with, like, augmented reality, you could have a, a... tour of the house they got like things like the i remember on like windows 95s britannica encyclopedia you could like go into the sistine chapel and like click around and have a look at that so there's many different ways it just depends on what you want to do and how best to utilize it and then find the black-minded people that can do those things for you yes and that's definitely one thing i want to mention to you and dylan can help with that when you don't have the skills to pull it off yourself Mm. Where would you recommend going to look for people to help you out? Give up. (laughs) It's not the answer I want, Dylan. Oh, sorry. Uh, The answer that you want. Uh, That is a very good question. Uh, Gumtree? Uh, LinkedIn is uh, pretty good. Uh, I think there must be equivalent things like that. There's that, that internet thing that I can't remember where you can put in a thing and men help you do stuff. Like you're like, I need a tree pulled out and they do that. So I think there's an equivalent where LinkedIn meets YouTube meets that. I don't know what it is because I do my own videoing, but I'm sure that there's places like that where you can put specifically what you're looking for and then people who have those skills or can recommend people who have those skills can can let you know. So what you might be referring to, um, there are uh, places like um, Airtasker and um, situations like that where they actually physically come to you and help you out on the specific job that you require. Um, For video and um, jobs of that nature where you don't instantly have to be there in person, Mm. say the editing or the Mm. planning or animation or what have you, you can do stuff like Fiverr. I don't always recommend it, but... Oh, it's, good. it's options there. Um, you've got Upwork where and freelancer and people like that who are actively freelancing and doing work like that too that can help you edit. Um, I can do that too. <laughs> um, and there is a lot of other platforms coming around. There are currently um, in the US and the UK, there's a lot of platforms that are specifically for um, video creators and video editors and people like that. Mm. Haven't come to Australia because Australia is so far away that they don't want to do anything for us. Mm. They're supposedly going to do something eventually. Oh. We'll find out. But um, those specific platforms are quite useful, especially if you're, you know, you can do a video, you can sit yourself in front of a camera and smile and do your thing. But when it comes to cutting out all the lovely blurty sections that we've just... Coughing coughing and belching. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even if you know 25% of what you want to do or how to do, if you don't know the other 75 and you think, oh, I'm not going to give up, it's too hard, you can just say, this is what I've done, this is what I have. Even if you know how to shoot it yourself but you can't edit it, like you said, you've got the footage, you don't know what to do with it, you can send it off to somebody and they can help you out. If not, they can give you a quote and tell you how much it's going to cost. They can tell you what work's involved if you don't even know. Uh, they can give you all sorts of advice in places like that. Airtasker, that's the one. It sounds like Airbnb. I don't like it. Airtasker. Airtasker. Um, their logo's fine, I guess. Airtasker. I guess you task through the space of the air, um, internet, I guess, is what it means. 
Yeah. Internet helper, I think, would be something that makes more sense. I'm, I'm sure. Well, that'll be the next big thing for you, won't it? Copyright patent pending. Indeed. It's air task with a different title. <laughs> So I want to thank you, Dylan, for being with us. You're what welcome. I want you to do is to tell us, uh, to let us know where we can find the pop culturists. Mm. And then we will throw back to Zoe with all the ending info details for the end of this episode. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you can find us at youtube.com forward slash pop culturists, uh, facebook.com forward slash pop culturists. We also have a Twitter out there somewhere I don't know how to use it I'm old uh, we also have uh, 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 what's the one with the people in the pictures Instagram Instagram Instagram's out there somewhere I don't know what that's doing either but there are places uh, our website uh, thepopculturists.com possibly .au put that .au just at the end just in case yeah just, just in case there could, could be a situation where yeah who knows what you're going to find probably someone better that's alright well as um Right now, you can see, as Dylan was talking, we've got some samples of the pop culture stuff. Woo! Explosions and things. Yes, he's really into it. All right, Zoe, move up. She's that way. Thank you, Zoe and Dylan. Bye. So for a full list of sources, credits, and downloadables for this episode, feel free to check out this episode on the dovideopodcast.com. And feel free to rate our chat or our... our three-way it's not a three-way three-way but like our three-way chat between you me and dylan um on your favorite podcasting app that you might be listening to right now or if you watched it on youtube feel free to subscribe for more why not yeah if you have any questions comments concerns or feedbacks feel free to reach out to video confidence coach on our website on social media or just or just google video confidence coach you can do that too and don't forget to check out Dylan and the Pop Culturists. They're an awesome crew to watch. Thank you for engaging with us today, and don't forget to tell your crew about our chat.